Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Says it won't go forward with the project to widen I-270 and parts of the Capitol Beltway. We'll talk about what it means for the future of that project at 515 with our own Kate Ryan. Howard tries to advance in its conference tournament in just about an hour or so. Maryland is playing tonight in the Big Ten tournament. Five o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. The Dow lost 345 points today as Wall Street finished with another sell-off and its worst week since last June. CBS's Jason Brooks has the details. Bank stocks were stung for the second straight day on the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, which has been taken over by regulators after the banker for VC-funded startups was suddenly hit with a liquidity crunch as deposits shrank. The February jobs report also came in with a hotter-than-expected gain of 311,000 jobs, although there were Fed-friendly signals with the unemployment rate rising to 3.6% and wage growth not as strong as anticipated. It could be a weather catastrophe in California. CBS's Steve Futterman is there. As the latest atmospheric river hits Northern California, people are being told to be on guard. Stay prepared for this particular weather situation as very dangerous conditions in terms of flooding can are likely to develop. David Lawrence is with the National Weather Service. State officials say they are ready. Nancy Ward is director of the governor Office of Emergency Services. We've pre-positioned fire resources, hand crews, high water vehicles, search and rescue teams. It's not just the rain officials are worried about. It's also melting snow from recent record snow. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. In the first lawsuit of its kind, a Texas man is suing three women who helped his ex-wife obtain medications for an abortion. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. This case is very much a test case of whether the Texas law, which prohibits abortions after six weeks into the pregnancy, can be used in this way to bring actions against anyone who helps a friend or a family member get the medication that they need for the abortion. The plaintiff is suing under Texas's wrongful death statute. Manhattan prosecutors have told former President Trump he could testify over alleged hush money payments to Stormy Daniels. His former lawyer, Michael Cohen, thinks he'll be canceled against that. Knowing Donald as well as I do, understand that he doesn't tell the truth. It's one thing to turn around and to lie on your untruth social. It's another thing to turn around and lie before a grand jury. Cheers for Michaela Schiffer and the American skier has won her record-tying 86th World Cup race with a victory in a giant slalom. Here she is taking a picture with some of her fans. Her win matched the overall record set by Swedish great Ingmar Stenmark 34 years ago. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 503 on Friday, March the 10th. We have 43 degrees, light rain now, windy later tonight, going down to the mid-30s. Good afternoon, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story we're following for you this hour. D.C.'s overhaul of the city's criminal code has now been blocked by Congress. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy signed the resolution today striking down the D.C. bill.
which many people said was too soft on crime. WTOP's Mitchell Miller's on Capitol Hill. House Speaker McCarthy notes that D.C.'s police chief said this week that the average criminal gets arrested nearly a dozen times before being charged with murder. This is what happens when politicians decide we need fewer arrests or shorter sentences. McCarthy, flanked by Republicans, signed the disapproval resolution that repeals the D.C. criminal code adopted by the D.C. Council, which includes lighter penalties for several violent crimes. Will Dixon and two others were victims of armed robbery near the Navy Yard last fall. Two men jumped out of an SUV, stole his girlfriend's purse and his phone and wallet at gunpoint. After that, the first man held his gun to our friend's head, demanding her belongings as well. President Biden now plans to sign the congressional measure into law. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. It's 5.04 and we have new information to share now on two people in Maryland who are charged with conspiring to attack the power grid in Baltimore County. Both 34-year-old Sarah Beth Clendaniel of Catonsville and 27-year-old Brandon Russell of Orlando entered not guilty pleas in separate arraignment hearings. The Baltimore Sun reports that in court, federal prosecutors told Judge Beth Gessner about the pair's plan to shoot out substations in Norrisville, Reisterstown, and Perry Hall, and other areas around Baltimore because they thought the attacks would, quote, completely destroy the whole city. Charging documents say FBI investigators recorded calls between Clendaniel and Russell discussing their plan shortly after an attack on two substations in North Carolina that left 40,000 people without power. Both face a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. 505, get ready to pay more money if you get your car towed in Virginia. If your car gets towed off public or private property in Virginia, the towing company may soon be able to tack on a $20 fuel surcharge on top of the $150 for the tow. The bill in Richmond started at $30, but the compromise of 20 bucks made it through both chambers. Critics want the state to come up with a consumer protection provision that would let individuals sue a towing company rather than rely on the attorney general to do it. The bill still needs the governor's signature. The fuel surcharge would last until July of 2024. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Virginia's Governor Glenn Youngkin tackled a number of education-related topics during a town hall on CNN last night. Youngkin talked about how he's asked Virginia's Department of Education to review a new advanced placement African-American studies course to see whether it teaches inherently divisive concepts in schools. I have no reason to believe, given the changes that I know have been made to that course, um, that it won't be a fine course for Virginia. But I have to let our Department of Education do their job. This is what I've asked them to do, and I look forward to getting the report back. High schools in Fairfax County and in Montgomery County, Maryland, are among those expected to have the course next year. Science, technology, engineering, and math, often called STEM, is getting some special attention at the University of Maryland. The Terrapin Teachers Program lets students double major in a STEM field and secondary education and helps them earn teaching certification in four years. It's been around since 2014, but it's become valuable for school systems with openings in science and math subjects. During their student teaching, our students are are in four of our local school districts, Anne Arundel, Howard, Montgomery, and Prince George's. Anisha Campbell is the program's associate director. She says many students teach locally after graduating. 75% of our graduates and Terrapin teachers are teaching in Maryland. Campbell says about 350 students take all of the program's courses and that in the last few years, those numbers have remained steady. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Well, tomorrow, March 11th, marks three years since the COVID pandemic started impacting our lives in the U.S. and around the world, leading to major restrictions on businesses and public places. Looking back, how did health officials and political leaders handle the situation? They admit that there were some mistakes. The schools probably were closed way too long. They had problems with 
testing. They didn't roll out an accurate test right away. The CDC had a laboratory mistake. A lot, a lot of things went wrong, but on the basic issue of do you take steps to try to curb transmission when you have a big wave of virus coming in, the public health community will say, yeah, we had to do something. We had to essentially quote, shut down the country, and that saved a lot of lives. That's Washington Post reporter Joel Achenbach. Coming up after traffic and weather. The overlooked exception to strong job growth. I'm Jeff Glabel. 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave is in the traffic center. Volume and road spray delays on the Beltway 270, Baltimore-Washington Parkway and I-95. I-97 in Anne Arundel County northbound. The pace further slowed by two crashes north of Benfield Boulevard and just north of Route 100. A crash on Route 29 northbound near the White Oak NVA and Industrial Parkway. Route 50 eastbound slow from the Severin River to the Bay Bridge. No chance of two-way traffic this afternoon given the steadier rain that's moving in over the next hour. In Virginia, crashes late last hour in Sterling on Route 7 at Sterling Boulevard and in Noakesville on Route 28 at Fauquier Drive. Southbound traffic is still slow to get past that. I-95, it's going to take a while to navigate through the volume delays anywhere between Springfield and Fredericksburg. No incidents reported blocking. Traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. The members of the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Weekend is here. How's it shaping up? Let's go to Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A few lingering showers out there, but we will continue to dry out heading into the overnight hours as winds become breezy late tonight with lows in the 30s. Tomorrow is all about the winds. We'll have gusts up to 40 miles an hour. So with highs near 50, I'm actually tracking wind chill temperatures in the 30s and 40s. As far as cloud cover is concerned, more clouds east of Washington with more sunshine off to the west. Any sun Sunday morning gives way to cloudy skies with rain moving in later in the day and temperatures near 50 degrees. Rain continues Sunday night on into Monday morning. Some wet snow could mix in mainly north and west of Washington, but really only conversational with surface temperatures mainly above freezing. Highs Monday again warming to near 50, a cold and windy day on Tuesday with highs in the mid-40s, wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 46 in DuPont Circle in Germantown. It's 42 degrees and 45 in Columbia. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 510. We've got money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. On to Jeff Claybaugh. A Friday sell-off ends what was not a great week for the markets. A down down 345 points by the close. The S&P 500 index down 57. The NASDAQ down Almost 200 points for the week. The Dow lost 4.5%. A couple of high-profile bank closures shook the markets. Silicon Valley Bank was seized by the FDIC after it failed to find needed investors. Crypto-focused Silvergate Bank decided earlier this week to liquidate. A mixed February jobs report. The headline is a more than expected 311,000 jobs gained last month. Wage growth was the slowest in a year, and the unemployment rate rose to 3.8%. Job growth may look strong, but companies with fewer than 25 employees have cut almost 600,000 jobs in the last year. Small companies are more sensitive to rates and customers pulling back. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by VADMV. You know that ding sound your car makes when you don't wear your seatbelt? 
Make it stop. Buckle up. Every trip, every time. A message from Virginia DMV. Coming up, there's been a shakeup in plans to widen 270 in parts of the Beltway. We'll talk with WTOP's Kate Ryan. Break down what all this means for the future of that project. 1112. 512, that is. Do you have a heating and air emergency? If so, you need HAC 911. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, HAC911.com backslash DC for service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The chilly temperatures are setting in now. Call HAC 911 before you're left out in the cold. Don't let your house turn into an ice box. Keep your home warm all season long with the heating and air experts from HAC 911. Our technicians are fast and reliable. So when you're faced with an emergency, you don't have to wait long for relief. Call 301-939-0499 or visit our website, hac911.com backslash DC. For service 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. HAC 911 has DC's most skilled and experienced contractor ready to service your furnace and air conditioning system. Call 301-939-0499 or visit us online at hac911.com backslash DC. Brought to you by Steam Fair's Local 602. When you hire your local Serta Pro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. But the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each CertiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. Ah. That's the sound of knowing you've got a free ride home guaranteed. If you like carpooling or vanpooling but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. With commuter connections, you can get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. All free. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Hey, coming up, a big night ahead for several March Madness hopefuls. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. I'm Doug Kammerer, Chief Meteorologist of Storm Team 4. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. We're your morning news team here on WTOP. We bring you Storm Team 4 weather reports to help keep you warm and safe all winter. With the latest updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We'll tell you what's happening and what's coming. Ice, snow, drastic changes in temperature. Storm Team 4 and WTOP News, working together to help you deal with the weather. Super Saturday. Save 30% off on all furniture at Ashley. Super Saturday, one day of the year. This Saturday, get our best offers. Save 30% off on all furniture or 72 months no interest financing. Super Saturday is 30% off every Ashley living room, every Ashley dining room, and every Ashley bedroom or 72 months no interest financing. Super Saturday is the best time to buy new furniture. Ashley sofas, just $4.49. Ashley queen beds, only $2.49. Super Saturday, 10 to 9. This Saturday at Ashley in Maryland and Virginia. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 515. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ian Kramer. Thanks for being with us. It's a plan that's been in the works for years in Maryland. The idea of adding toll lanes to widen I-70 and parts of the Beltway. But now there's been a major shakeup with that. 
One of the main companies involved says it will not proceed with the project. Well, let's break it all down now with WTOP's Kate Ryan, who joins us live. Hey, Kate, first of all, what was the game plan for this project? Yeah, well, Governor Larry Hogan uh, envisioned the, the nation's biggest public-private partnership would be able to deliver a brand-new American Legion bridge, free up traffic flow on portions of the Capitol Beltway and I-270, and that plan included the widening of portions of the roadway and adding what transportation officials like to call managed lanes or toll lanes. Now, it would be a $7.6 billion project. The idea was that by having a P3 partnership, the taxpayer would not be on the hook for this. That was the idea. Okay, so that was the plan. What happened here? Ever since it was introduced in 2017, there had been opposition from large swaths of Montgomery County, especially transit advocates and folks who feared that their homes might be taken in eminent domain when they widened the lanes. And while those issues were taken care of, there remained a lot of regulations to get passed on the federal level, environmental plans, and most recently, the change in leadership at the top in Maryland, that is West West Moore, Governor Moore now, uh, taking the reins. And he is someone who had always been skeptical of the toll aspect of this project. So, Kate, is this thing over with? Is it going to try again? What happens next? This is really hard to tell. Now, again, the, the Transurban, uh, which also led AM Partners, AMP, was staring down a mid-March deadline for a state review. They wanted a four-month extension and did not get that from the Moore administration. What kind of a signal does that send to other private investors? Will they say, yikes, too risky or not? There's a lot that has to be worked out. There, However... Federal approvals do remain, and usually that's the most time-consuming part and the most difficult hurdle to overcome. So there could be an opening for a company, but what I think the state has to do is sit down and hash out what they want to do, how they want to rejigger this project. Um, the governor could try to recruit other companies. Uh, the future of all big, big projects like this does remain a question mark. Keep in mind, we have another, the other P3 program is the Purple Line, which is $1.4 billion over budget and five years behind schedule or nearly that. So, And that's just the complexity. This is a very complex, no matter who's in charge, it's complex. It's got a lot of moving parts. Sorry on a transit thing, that's a bit of a joke, (laughs) but it's it's complicated. Interesting to note, the lieutenant governor of Maryland is Aruna Miller. She's a former transportation engineer. She understands these issues and she sits on the Board of Public Works, which gets to go thumbs up or thumbs down on major contracts like P3s. So I I guess the best thing I can tell you is watch this space. There is a recognition that all of us hate sitting in traffic. We want this thing fixed. The the problem is what's the best way to do it. All right, Kate, thanks so much. WTOP's Kate Ryan. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has signed the resolution blocking the bill passed by local D.C. lawmakers that would have rewritten the city's criminal code. The economy added 311,000 jobs last month. The unemployment rate ticked up a bit from 3.4% to 3.6%. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 518. 
traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Dave in the traffic center. Capitol Beltway traffic remains wet and slow as such, especially between Tyson's and Bethesda near the spur. Interloop through Silver Spring. Both loops through Landover and Greenbelt. It is too wet at the Bay Bridge, and there will not be contraflow traffic this afternoon on the westbound span. Eastbound on 50 delays on this Friday afternoon begin at the Severn River. I-97 northbound near Benfield, crash on the shoulder. Northbound near 100, crash still blocking a lane or two. In Noakesville, Virginia, 28 southbound still slow toward the remains of the crash at Fauquier Drive, 95 and 395. It is a slow Friday. Incidents are minor and on shoulders. On the uh, district side of things, on 395 through southwest and 295, leaving the Anacostia River Bridges, expect congestion, expect company, but expect to find the travel lanes open. Summer's right around the corner, whether your child is a budding chef, scientist, or sports superstar. They'll find friends, fun, and exciting new experiences at the YMCA. Visit ymcadc.org slash summer camp to save their spot today. Dave Doldine, WTLP Traffic. Let's get back to Storm Team 4. We've got Amelia Draper. Uh, Amelia, this is not the way to start a weekend here. This is looking pretty gloomy. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is soggy across the area, raining around the Beltway, 95, especially between Washington and Baltimore. A little bit of a drier ride heading south toward Fredericksburg, but I am tracking right in there, moving in from the west along 66, up through Frederick and Hagerstown. This is the night you get delivery or you pick up something comforting on your way home. If you're getting delivery, I always say you tip your delivery driver well on a night like tonight. Mm -hmm. It is just soggy out there. We'll continue to track rain at times throughout the evening hours as we dry out overnight. But winds pick up late tonight. Lows fall into the 30s. And tomorrow, tracking strong winds gusting up to 40 miles an hour. So wind chills will be in the 30s and 40s with highs near 50 and Plenty of clouds. Rain returns later Sunday, mainly during the late afternoon and evening hours, and continues into Monday morning. Once again, there could be some wet snow mixing in, mainly north and west of Washington, especially back around the Blue Ridge, where some minor accumulation is possible elsewhere. Don't expect any snow accumulation at all. High Sunday in the upper 40s. Monday, we're in the 40s once again. Currently 43 degrees in only 44 in Manassas and 44 in La Plata. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP. A big fire safety campaign this weekend in Montgomery County. This is Kyle Cooper. It is 521. Meet the new Congress. This profile brought to you by the American Bankers Association. Hi, folks. Hillary Scolton here. The Democratic Congresswoman is the first woman to be elected from Western Michigan's 3rd District. A record 150 women are now represented in the House and Senate. Scolton, a mother of two, says more needs to be done to address the issue of children working in dangerous jobs. These children, some as young as 12, are working marathon shifts, often with dangerous machinery. Before coming to Congress, Scolton was an attorney and often worked on immigration issues. I'm Mitchell Miller. I'm Rob Nichols, President and CEO of the American Bankers Association. The 118th Congress is open for business with more than 80 new members. The freshman class includes veterans, former Hill staffers, and the first Gen Z member of Congress, each bringing their own experiences and skills. America's banks and their 2 million employees look forward to working with the new Congress to grow the economy and give everyone the chance to succeed. Learn more at aba.com slash America's Banks. When your celebration of life is prepaid in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family later because no one should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. 
Paying in advance protects your loved ones and gives you the peace of mind you deserve. Let us help you plan every detail with professionalism and compassion. We're Joseph Gawler's Sons, LLC. Find us at DignityMemorial.com. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 5:23, And new this afternoon, a developing story we're following for you here on WTOP. A staffer with D.C. public schools is now facing allegations of sexual misconduct toward a student. Dunbar High School principal Nadine Smith has sent a letter to parents calling the report disturbing. She says the staff member has been placed on leave. The incident has been reported to D.C. police. Now, the D.C. public school system is telling WTOP it won't comment on personnel matters. There have been five deadly fires in Montgomery County over the past three weeks alone. So this weekend, county firefighters will be out spreading safety advice. All hands on deck type of effort. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue spokesman Pete Perringer says firefighters will visit all 76 apartment buildings in the county that don't have sprinkler systems. The chief wanted us to go and uh, revisit, refocus on uh, those high-rise buildings in Montgomery County are non-sprinkler just to ensure that the residents have uh, information. Like, make sure you have an exit plan and that you know two ways out. Firefighters will also be reminding people to check the batteries in their smoke detectors. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Credit card debt is up, but there are ways to dig out if you're feeling crushed by those high balances. We've hit new record high rates. Just this week, we crossed 20% on average for the first time since we started tracking this in the mid-80s. Ted Rossman is a senior industry analyst at Bankrate.com. It's triple trouble for people with credit card debt. When looking at the numbers, the average person carries almost $6,000 in debt. That's according to TransUnion. If you only make minimum payments at the average interest rate, those minimum payments will keep you in debt for more than 17 years. Rosman recommends a debt reduction strategy. Like a personal loan, nonprofit credit counseling, Credit card spending can be helpful for the economy. Carrying debt at these high rates is harmful. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 525, Ben Raby joins us. All right, and we'll start with college hoops. Coming up at the top of the hour, another chance for Howard University to inch closer to an NCAA berth. Howard, the top seed in the MEAC tournament. They face Maryland Eastern Shore in the MEAC semis at 6. The Bison, two wins away from advancing to the big dance for the first time in 31 years. Meanwhile, Howard's women's team already advancing today to the MEAC finals. Back on the men's side, Big Ten quarterfinals coming up tonight. Maryland taking on Indiana. Nine o'clock tip in that one. Terrapins beat the Hoosiers in late January in College Park. Elsewhere, a couple of former basketball players from Brown University are suing the Ivy League over its non-scholarship policy. Now, Ivy League schools don't offer any merit scholarships, athletic or otherwise, policy that dates back to 1954. But the lawsuit alleges a price-fixing agreement among the Ivy League schools that denies athletes proper financial aid and payment for their services. The Ivy League is the only Division One conference that doesn't offer athletic scholarships. Golf world number one, John Rahm, pulls out of the Players' Championship with a stomach bug in the NBA. Tonight, the Wizards looking to bounce back after blowing a 15-point lead Wednesday against Atlanta. Same two teams, the rematch tonight at Capital One Arena, 7 o'clock tip on 1500 a.m. 
Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. All right, Ben, thanks. Up ahead on WTOP. The House Speaker signs the measure blocking D.C.'s crime bill. This is the moment in time we take our streets back. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. That's after traffic and weather, 526. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Fast just got a whole lot faster. Xfinity has the